Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting to stress. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living life to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference record, press the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Super fantastic family. Today is Friday, April the 1st, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. All right, good morning. Hold on, wait. I'm right in the middle of something. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hello? This is your private banker. It's done. Oh, my God. April Fool's. Good morning, TNT. I mean, right down to the last minute. Mm. Man, I hope you guys' day is going better than mine. But let's get to it. And that's just with the questions that you asked. First of all, um, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Open Mic. And uh, I didn't do it. On Wednesday's call, Monday's call, and I should have. And I actually called Claudia today to make sure I was talking to who I need to be talking to. And what I'm talking about, basically, guys, they gave me a gift for my birthday. And I wanted to tell all of Open Mic, hopefully they're here, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a unique gift, something I never expected. I hope you guys like what my wife gave me on top of a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, I don't know. I think it goes with the 40th anniversary because she ain't never gave me more than that any other birthday. But anyway, um, you guys know I like to wear hats, so I'm starting this off. Ray, I don't know if you knew it or not, or even if they even mm-hmm. tell you. Oh, you did know? Oh, yes, okay. sir. So. They went to a uh, a shop in Chicago, and um, I'm going to have some hats tailor-made to my head, which I've never heard of before. But supposedly you send them your measurements, dimensions, all this good stuff. Anyway, they gave me a card for uh, $2,000. I said a $2,000 hat <laughs> or $2,000 worth of hats, whatever it is. It's, it's both crazy appreciated, but she said, yeah, but one hat costs $850. So I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, I do want to say thank you, thank you, I appreciate it, and I absolutely have never received a gift like that. So open mic, thank you. All right, on we go. Any good news, Ray? Do we send out no anything? Out. No, sir. Wait, wait. We did send out one update. See, Ray didn't even look at it. 
I didn't send I it out. You sent it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's probably been the most talked about thing the last 48 hours. Oh, Talking yeah. About, about, yeah. And the reason uh, I was telling you guys, wait, in the beginning, I was just reading the email. Somebody sent me telling me how I could not postpone today's call or make it late or anything because of the tweet I sent out and people want to know. <laughs> but I sent it out, guys. Some people, some of you guys texted me yesterday, called me yesterday, crazy upset yesterday. and But it's just business as usual. I mean, it's no big thing. Sadar did announce for those who didn't see it that he was going to remove himself from the process and all of his people for the next 40 days. Basically, he said Ramadan and 10 days after. He turned it all over to the framework, to Maliki, said, go ahead and do what you do. And if you can form the government in the next 40 days, then have at it. We will not stop you. We will not promote you. We will not talk about you in any way, positively or negatively. Go ahead, put the government together, and let it be. Now, you want to know why they do that? Because Walt was having a fit. He's probably pulling out his hair as soon as he saw it. What do you mean? He let the leaky run He did it, guys. Um, because the framework and Maliki were taking credit for not letting anything move forward, for not letting there be a form and saying they could basically stop Sadar from doing what he's doing, not only informing the government, but said they could do it afterwards if they're in there. So he just kind of flipped the script is all he did. He said, okay. Then you do it. So he can show the people the exact same thing. I can stop him from forming the government. He doesn't have the numbers without my group, just like I don't have the numbers without his group. But it was kind of to uh, embarrass him, set the challenge there, and basically say, you're not doing anything that we can't do. Because in 40 days, there would be no government because he doesn't have the numbers. So it's not even possible for him to do it because he can convince every single person and he still won't have 222. Um, Because our groups have already come out and said he told them in advance what he was going to do. They agree with him and they're going to stay with him. So he knew it before he said it. He verified that they wouldn't have the numbers to do what they do. What do we care, right? What does it mean for us? It means another 40 days before anybody can do anything if he lets them just have the 40 days. But there's a saying, I don't know if you guys heard it, but it's uh, particularly everything that glitters is not gold. I don't know if you have actually heard that. I look gold, but doesn't really make it gold. Okay. By doing what he did, uh, Maliki came out 
and said, look, we're still negotiating. We're still sending offers to Sadar. We don't want positions. We don't want this. We just want to be part of the government. And they say they're still trying to give him terms to agree to before the 6th of April. So what he did was flip it right over them, put it in their face, and now they're desperately trying to make a deal before the 6th of April. Because in those 30, 40 days that he's given them, after the 6th of April, they got to start talking about essentially dissolving parliament. Do they get the three-quarters vote? Probably not, because they're still negotiating. Do the court step in and say, guys, you have to do something now because you've uh, gone beyond the Constitution. Either Parliament votes to dissolve, uh, say law, and Al-Kasimi make a decision to dissolve the Parliament, or they come up with a conclusion. And that's the next part we're going to see, what happens after April the 6th. I'm not concerned about the 30 days or 40 days that he gave them to come up with a government because I personally don't think it will go that long before there is an actual agreement made, which Sonara said will be the agreement he wants. So it's not as bad as you guys think. It's just uh, forcing some things to happen and making it very public while it is. Sadar taking his stance. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to be part of it. If you want, and he basically said that a crooked government to uh, continue, if you want, and he put it out there, these representatives who are working for Iran, because that's basically how he said it, then we'll see what happens. Uh, what it does is exposes all the independents as well, the new ones who were just coming in, just elected, of which side they will actually go to. So he put a, put a little more pressure on them. So it's interesting. It's not as devastating as you guys may think. It's all political theater or a really, really good chess game. That's what's going on. <laughs> Really good. If one maneuver, I move, you move. I move, you move. You know, we're going to see what happens. So it's not bad. Uh, they are talking about doing the mini budget, creating jobs in that budget, paying for some projects, getting the economy moving with their mini budget. So it's been reviewed or read twice now. Still has to go through. Are there going to be some challenges to it? Yes. But some members of parliament are already saying it's illegal. That a caretaker government doesn't have the authority to do what they're doing. So we'll see how that goes. Um, what else? Anything? Hey, did, did you see the news flash that came out this morning? Uh, no. It, it said one of them slapped the other one, but the names aren't clear. Anyway. Well, I didn't talk about that it's, Wednesday because 
know if everybody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> April Fool's. All right. Uh, up there. April Fool's. One of them did snap the other one. Just one of them. That's all. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. But no, nothing else of right. importance. Nothing uh-huh. up. All right. I'm trying to think. I think I covered everything. Um, gas is down to 105 bucks. Iraq is saying it, anticipating, actually here too, that it will remain over $100 a barrel, which is a good thing for us. Keep the price high. Let them keep making extra money and gives the people a reason to say you need to do something with the rate. So that's good. I know you guys are going to ask. Biden said he's going to release more oil. Supposedly uh, the price went down $5, which they said was because of that. But you guys got to understand, OPEC sets the rules, not Biden. OPEC sets the rate based on what multiple countries are doing, not just this country. So while it had a momentary effect and people waiting to see what happens, trust me, it's going to go back up. It's not that big of a deal. It's over six months. What Biden did do to help, so we know, he asked the oil companies to take less profit. He asked them so that it wouldn't hurt the economy or the American people's pockets. They told him, no, we don't care about the American people's pocket, and we're going to get profit, and we're going to sell back stock, and that's what they're doing. But he publicly came out and said, I asked. They told me, no, not going to do it. They don't care about what the American people going to And this is American oil companies, just so you guys know. So now what we see happening across the country is states, Certain states are um, removing their gas tax to reduce the rate. Uh, actually, moving removing two different taxes off of a gallon of gas to try to reduce the rates for their citizens. Not every state, you know, not Texas. I don't know what they're thinking about. Not Florida. They don't even really care. But other states. <laughs> Absolutely trying to help the people. California did, just so y'all know. Uh, so let's go. Okay. Only had two questions, and both of them were all about what you just covered. Oh, okay. Well, that takes us right to the board with live calls. Uh, five one two. I must be smarter than I think, huh? No. <laughs> Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Good morning. How are you? Super fantastic. Uh, how are you guys today? Super yes, fantastic. All right, Mr. Ray, I just needed to follow up, I guess, on uh, that webinar you mentioned a few calls back. Did that ever get posted anywhere on the largest 
attacks. And the latest blasts and tweaks at the very top. At the very top. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go back in and search for Playback information that is right there. Okay. Okay, because I was waiting on the tweet, but I must have missed it. It was going to start that Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. And I was I didn't get on, so that's why I was just a little curious. But anyway, that was until Saturday quick. evening. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. All right then. Well, you guys have a super fantastic day, and I'll continue okay. to listen. Thank you. All right, thank Bye. you. You're welcome. Bye. Three six zero. Couldn't hear the number. Fade it out. Three six zero. Hey, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, well, I I went clam digging this morning, and uh, man, it was great. Let me tell you. And razor clams, you've never had them, Tony. I doubt. But uh, let me tell you, when you do have them for the first time, you wish you'd learn sooner. That's all I can tell you. Um, okay, so you guys who don't know, when he say he went clam digging, that means he went playing in the sand. Because he explained <laughs> it to me while we were at dinner. How you doing? <laughs> he went to the beach and sat out and played in the sand. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, now, wait a minute. Wait, wait. What happened to that? What happens at dinner stays at dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Huh? <laughs> hey, tell you what, I uh, first of all, I think that was a genius move by Sauter because it's going to bring all the rest of those jerks out of the out of the Iranian bushes, so to speak. And um, I th- I think that was a genius move. Of course, who am I? I'm just a humble man. So I, uh, I think it's a good move. When I first had it, Hearst heard it uh, after the post. I sat there and I thought to myself, "Wow, uh, there's the line should be ringing today, uh, getting your take on whether it was good or bad." Because I could see how the initial impressions would be less than favorable if he's saying, "Well, here you can think you can do it," and that's going to make those other ones come out of the woodwork, and that's. I think it's a genius move, really, because then the people can go nuts, and then they can have that thing thrown out. Just my my hope, and I'm I'm certainly willing to wait, and uh, so we'll see. So a great job today, Tony uh, Ray, and uh, I'll just uh, I'll look to hear the good news over, over the weekend, or actually it's the sixth, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, that's five days. Yeah, well. They said between the third and the sixth, but well, don't go away yet. Yeah. So, okay. What he did in, in, in doing this was a couple things. It was his turn to make the framework look bad, because you can't do it. You keep telling people how you stopped and you're leading and, and stopping us from doing it, like you have the power. But I'm going to show them I have just as much power, because now you can't do it, and I'm giving you the opportunity. It exposed the fact that he said, you guys 
are just supporting Iran. You're not supporting the Iraqi people, but if that's what you think should happen, go ahead and do it. It exposed the independence because it says you know who they're supporting. The people now know who they're supporting. So who are you going to support? So he caused a couple of different things and put it out there for everybody and said, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to help you. So see what you can do. And when they get nothing accomplished, he wins. Same thing Framework was trying to do, but he turned it around on it. What will happen is they'll come back with all kind of offers, just like they said. They're meeting at Maliki's house at 8 o'clock tonight. They're going to present him with offers over the weekend. They're saying so the country can move forward. That's what I'm saying. We don't necessarily have to wait the 40 days. He just put it out there. We'll see what happens. It was an sure. excellent check. Oh, I agree. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, good. And now I think we really do have something because this is a major change in in approach, and um, I'll bet it uh, the ears will be uh, buzzing for sure. So I'm uh, I'm happy for it, and I, I think anytime we can look for something good in this deal, uh, change is usually it. So I guess we'll go with what, what happens. So any news we'll hear from right. you, I suppose, but All otherwise, right. next week. All right. Thank you, sir. Hey, you bet. Okay. Thank you. It takes us to 206. Greetings, guys. How is it going for both of you today? Super fantastic. Great. Hey, Tony, I really was in the queue on your birthday. I just was too far back in the queue to get on and wish you happy birthday. So belatedly, I hope you had a super fantastic day. So first of all, thank you. Second of all, you tried to say it wasn't your fault. It was Ray's fault he didn't pick you. You know what you say? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Sir. You're sure welcome, pal. No worries whatsoever. And you know, I had an original thought. Can have them, but they gave me a present, and it was that it made me think about how on this call. It's appropriate that we focus on people's birthdays and honor them, and that's amazing. But the thing that crossed my mind, and it was your gift to me and Ray's gift to me as well on your birthday, and it's really a gift to everybody if if your mind goes there, and that is that on our birthdays, while we're being thankful for our birth, it would be a really fantastic thing if Hallmark got behind the deal of on our birthdays, we should be thankful for our parents too. And they're the ones who make the birthdays possible. And you and Ray obviously had fantastic parents because they wouldn't have brought forth the fruit they did if they weren't good trees themselves. 
the world needs great parental trees. And the other thing that came to my mind is you and Ray are being parents yourselves to this enormous family, many of whom really don't appreciate what you're doing. And and I thank you for giving that parental model by being mentors. And then this this other big thing came to me. You always talk about the people in Iraq who are listening. And we, as Americans, who have been blessed with this participation in, in Iraqis' uh, recovery of their economic and financial power, uh, we've been blessed with this, but we've also been blessed with the opportunity to be a good witness to them, to be mentors to them, mentors of good government, mentors of good citizenship, mentors of patience and not being greedy, uh, mentors of how they can take the blessing we're going to share with them and maximize good for their children and their children's children. It's all about parenting. We can call it mentoring or whatever. But happy birthday, Tony, and thank you. Bringing those thoughts to my mind so I could share them with everybody. And Ray, you're part of the family too, man. Uh, you're part of this twosome called the Renfro Brothers. It goes back to your mama and daddy just as much as it goes back to Tony's mommy and daddy. So I love you both and appreciate your parents. And pray God we can all be good parents to those we can influence, this, especially after we get this blessing. And as, as, as regards to that, now comes my question. Uh, I had a super bad computer crash in the last week, and even with uh, iCloud backup and all the backup stuff, I almost lost my backup files too. And so I'm wondering, this is my question, A, in the family guys, do you, Ray, and Tony know whether we have some really adept um, cybersecurity people in the family, and B, whether we do or not, it seems like after the RV, we should have a meeting, just a gathering where we assemble along with banking people, that's cool, but assemble some real cyber guys who can make the family wise as to how to take care of their data going forward. Because this crash that I went through was horrible, and I was just thinking, holy mackerel, if we had these assets and we lost our cyber connections, there's enormous amounts of loss that could come from that. So I don't know whether there are people in the family. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are about it, but I just wanted to ask the question whether you would consider having a cybersecurity gathering after uh, the RV. All right. First of all, um, hmm? guys, it's important, and I'm going back to where you started at, and what we're doing, there are people in Iraq who listen to this call three times a week, just like we do. Um, they're still in the um, cafes because that's where they have to listen to it, at the computer cafes. And they're still sharing the information. So I like the fact that on this call, and we talk about it, and people realize it because I try to stress it more than not. If this is not about us, we are benefiting from it. We are frustrated by it. But to us, it's just money. 
to them, it's no different than these people in Ukraine right now. It affects their every moment of life, how their present is, how their future is, how long their suffering goes through. But I like the fact that they can hear and understand that we know what they're going through. We're not a government. We are people just like they are, but we know and we acknowledge what they are going through, not just us sitting here waiting for money, because that's all it's about, when they are trying to survive a life. So I try to stress that all the time, and I appreciate them doing that. The second thing is, you're telling me that I need to give Ray's mom and daddy the same credit that I'm giving my mom and daddy. Kind of a a good thing, but do I give my mom and daddy the same credit for me? That I don't know. <laughs> I, I like it. So let's get serious. <laughs> If we get back to the event, I'm going to tell you guys, I don't know anybody for cybersecurity. I mean, I do. Actually, and I don't mind telling you guys, they told me they're going to do my house, do my yard, um, put up some perimeter stuff. This is my CIA. So when it's all over, they're going to protect me. So we'll see how So the other thing is, I want you to you can look for yourself. You look for yourself. When you see delays or glips in your programs, because I know when your phone is delayed either through ringing or after you hang up the call, you see your line is still active, then you know. <laughs> okay. Not, not only that is it not secure, but they are actively listening on your line. If you get phones that actually have lights on them and you hang up and you'll see your light is still on for another 5, 10, 10 seconds, then you know they're on your line, they're recording things. So it's just little telltale signs you can see for yourself if you're concerned about that. Not always say, and I tell my guy, look, I can't stop them. Because I can't stop them from listening. I can't stop what they're doing. And it really doesn't matter to me because it is what it is. But I know they are. And that's all you can do is know they are and go on about life. So I wouldn't be concerned about it at this point. Again, afterwards, when I say you have to set up separate systems for yourself. If you're putting all your stuff on a phone, then... You want it to be a uh, burner phone. You guys know what burner phones are. So anyway, you have to use that. Same thing, laptops, computers. You got hundreds of thousands of dollars. You got millions of dollars. You just got to go through some. That's all. If You don't really want to be trapped. But, and then again, at that time, with that kind of money, they do have cyber companies that will set you up. They do have systems that costs a whole lot more money than you really want to spend unless you're into the millions and billions of dollars with uh, encryption codes, everything else, uh, when you get to that point. 
But there's even everyday protections for the everyday person, like I said, and that is rotating in and out. Laptops aren't that much, 1000 bucks. You can buy 10 of them. Boom, boom, boom. You're using a different source. So, I mean, it just depends on how concerned you are about your security. But do I have a name and number to give out to everybody? No, I don't. Okay, let's see. I had to mute his line. It was making a lot Great. of echo meters. Was there something else, sir? Great. Yeah. yeah. Do, do I, I give him the same credit as yours? Wait. Would I? I don't get your question, pal. No, I was talking to Ray. Me a question? Oh, oh, oh. No, I was talking to Ray. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, well, what I was talking about was not like somebody listening in. I'm talking about being wise about basic concepts like getting your own T1 line, like how can you get an internet service that doesn't necessarily go through somebody like Comcast, big ideas like that, you know, so people can think out strategies of how do I create a stronger, better system? Because we think about stuff like food storage and water storage, but what happens when our internet service provider crashes? I'm not talking about somebody listening in on us. I'm talking about the connection failing. And when the connection fails, how do you have a backup connection? Because we've become totally dependent on people like Comcast, Xfinity. Okay, smart guys probably know other ways to be connected to the Internet than through a, a typical commercial ISP. I'm talking about stuff like that. And how are the smartest, best ways to do your backup? Uh, So I wasn't talking about eavesdroppers. I was talking about hardware, software, and Internet continuity whenever Comcast isn't there. That's the question I was saying. Maybe we could have some experts help us get up to speed. All right. Well, let's look at it. Let's have a seminar about it. Let's bring in security experts. They will tell you how to get your own sat phone, how to set up your own satellite, how you can use your sat phone as a hotspot without any commercial connections at all. There are definitely ways to do it. They're just not out public. And I don't know that everybody here needs to be aware of that. It's just not going to mean that much to them. But we'll see what happens after the RV if we go that direction. All right? Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Love you. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks. Two, eight, one. You on? Hello. How are you doing? Hey there. Fantabulous, sir. Fantastic. How are you? And yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Um, I had this question Wednesday that my husband had wanted me to ask. And um, I didn't get to get on because I was on the 706 number, and I know that it was a short call. But uh, he wanted me to – he said he's seen an article, Tony, and he wanted to ask uh, all of – he's seen an article, and they were talking about uh, the delegates that had been meeting with Brazani in Kurdistan. He don't know if you've seen that article or not. Uh, Is that – 
something that's good that you think may be going on because they were all meeting from different countries uh, with him about different things that can go on in the country? Did you, you get to, to see that article? Well, I'll get out on Wednesday. Yeah, that President Biden called him. And they had conversations. They had conversations with the U.S. ambassador about how the U.S. still supports Kurdistan and its decisions and making sure where their future is. So he was probably just having a call and the U.S. letting him know that we know what they're trying to do with Maliki. We know Iran is trying to influence you, and this is what we want. So. It's always a good thing to get a call from the President of the United States if he likes you. <laughs> so uh, I think it was well-intentioned and, and good. And the fact that they put it out there, since Iran is sending over their top military leaders to talk to President Kurdistan, that we upped them one and had our President talk to them. Okay. So, is it Kurd- is it Kirkuk, Kurdistan, in that region? Are they the ones that have the most oil there, or is it just all around in Iraq? Do it's you know? all throughout Iraq, but yes, they have the most. They have the largest oil wells. Okay, that's what I was wondering because that's where I was at. I want some Baghdad to. Uh, to Crit. When I left to Crit, I was uh, over in I was in um, Kuwait when I had got bombed. But then when I went back, I went to Kirkuk, and they 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 have a lot more better things there. And that's why I was saying that I told I was telling my husband that they're a little bit more advanced together than some of the other regions from what I've seen now, but that was uh, about 15 years ago, so I don't know how it is now. So, do in your opinion, do you believe in your opinion with everything that has gone on and everything that has been lifted up off of Iraq, do you feel as though we're not going to go into many more months Without this being done, in your opinion, and I'm I'm going to ask Miss Mr. Ray that as well because you you and him both have different opinions. I know we're waiting to see, but I'm just asking your opinion upon it. In my opinion, I like what's going on. Him forcing them to publicly come out and say if they can or cannot do it, which is actually going to give him more power which is making his independence come out and say who they're going to go with. So I think all that Uh shortens our period of time. But I also Uh think that the Iranian nuclear agreement still is playing a part in when things actually get done. Because right now, Iran is over there, and they're still trying to influence because they don't know what direction the agreement is going to go in. So they have to try to keep in place what they have in Iraq. I think it'll free up after the agreement. 
Will we see the agreement by the middle of the month? I don't know. They said they're finalizing it, but does it come up yet or not? I don't think this is going to go to the middle of the year or there. I, I do think probably May, June would be the furthest, first part of June, because it's six months and they're into it, if it even has to go that far. Because again, Sadar knows what he wants to do. They're coming back up with Al Kazimi again, is who they really want. If Biden is talking to Kurdistan and saying, hey, I need you two guys to come together and let's get this thing done. And they adhere to that because once they realize that the framework doesn't really have the power or authority that they're saying they do, they may come together because that's what Kurdistan is talking about right now, coming together themselves, which would at least give us a president of the republic. And then the fight is only about the prime minister. Right. So again, right. I believe that. So it being over sooner rather than later. I believe that. You feel the same way, Mr. Ray? Ditto. All right, ditto. All right. Well, thank you guys. You all have a great and blessed afternoon, and stay safe over the weekend. We not unless we hear for something else. We never know what may go on. You never okay. know. Thank you. All right. All thank right. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 760. Hello, this is Rick in Oceanside, California. I know you're going to be happy getting my check on Monday. Um, I'm, I'm concerned about Catnip and, and her husband. Uh, let's all hope uh, that they're making fast progress there, Okay. Yeah, let's always do that. Let's keep praying for her. I I didn't get an update yesterday or today, but I am uh, looking forward to her coming back on the call myself. Right. Uh, Thanks for the chance to talk, and I'll I'll go on to the next. All right, thank you, sir. All right, thank you, sir. 972, there you go. Hey, fellas, Danny in Dallas. Hey, hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yes, Ray, I was busy last time. I I, I heard the bus lady immediately after me. Uh, frustration. Hey, but that's all right. Today I'm not uh, any damage. It's okay. Uh, interesting scenarios there, fellas, that you're putting out about uh, uh, the the religious guys' actions. Uh, that's intriguing. I was pretty well blown away by that I was not allowing myself to think about. Um, so, good. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to watching that transpire. Quick uh, comment. I um, I understood that uh, when I did, when I was on, maybe it was Monday, I said I was a buddy to go get some dong. And yes, in Dallas, it is plentiful dollars for it. But uh, you talked wait, before. Wait, then, uh, hold on, because yes. you cut out. You said in Dallas it was plentiful. And what did you say after that? Plentiful. Uh, it, it's plentiful, but you're not going to pay $50 for it. Uh, these guys uh, that have so much are selling it for about 80 And, of course, uh, 
my crew can contact me and I can give you this instruction. But it, uh, there's not that many places in Dallas that are uh, courtesy supply places. It'll be easy enough to find for anybody on, in the country. So here's my question for you. This is a strategy question. Even though I've got to pay more for my Vietnamese dong, and it is plentiful, I also have an opportunity to buy the dinar. Uh, this particular fella uh, blew me away when I first heard about this 12 years ago. He was one of the first fellas I told about it. But he said, uh, you know anybody that wants to buy my dinar? Now, I don't think he has that much. But if you get it, you had the choice, either one of you, would you buy dinar at this point or dong? What's your what's your comments on that? Okay, first of all, during the last call, somebody had messaged me afterwards and said that Citibank was still selling both dinar and dong, in case you guys want to. I know Citibank here does, and they buy your dinar. So I don't know about the dong. I need to check that out, too. So first of all, if you guys have a Citibank location, they're still doing that. Uh, second of all, Danny, uh, this is a private individual that has plenty that they're selling at $80 for the dong. What are they selling their dinar for? Well, that, uh, this the private individual has the dinar, the, uh, the exchange – the currency exchange location has several locations in Texas. Uh, they're selling it, selling the dong for 80. The dinar, oh, okay. he said he would take whatever he could get for it, but I know if he took it back to where he bought it, he wouldn't lose that much in the process. But given the choice, even if it was a reasonable price, knowing the strategies that you've commented on in the past, would you buy the dinar or would you buy the dong at this point? I would buy the dong because it's a greater return. Okay, especially knowing what the rates are, what we've been quoted and everything. Um, everybody should have some dinar because it's the foundation and it makes this whole thing even, you know, able to go. But they're not requiring it like they were 10 years ago, everything else to keep their economy going because it is going. And the reserves, everything, the rate is going to be there. So they don't need as much help from us as they were getting back then. Because without us, they wouldn't have survived. Today, it's not required. But if you're looking for the uh, best return, all you got to do is, as Ray says, do the numbers. Guys, they speak for themselves. They so know we have the dong is a better investment at this time. Okay. Well, that's what I, I hoped you would say. I, I will try to help that fellow find somebody to, to sell his dinar to, but I'm not interested in it at that point. So appreciate the input and your steadfast continuing exercise with us. Got to go. Okay. Danny. Earning money to pay the bills. Yes, sir. I understand, but if you really want to help that guy, you want to try and convince him to do everything he can to keep it, because we're that I close. Know. It's going to be a life-changing event, I promise. Oh, my, yes. <laughs> I know, and, and that's, uh, that's 
that's the wound that, that I have right now. I hate that he has not kept up with it and all that kind of stuff. I can't, uh, you know, people get in a bad way and they need this stuff. So we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm making an effort. Thank you, fellas. All I'll right. You have to go. See ya. Thank you, sir. Two five two Eric. You are. Can you turn your speaker down? I can't do that. Yeah. All right, two five two person. Turn your speaker down. On your speakerphone. Switch to a headset. We'll try you again. All right, two five two Eric. Six one zero Erico, you're on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G Man MPA. Hey man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, oh, gentlemen. It is another dynamite, super sunny day here in the Northeast, and we're going to do the long version. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. It is a new month, a new day, and ladies and gentlemen, that means there is a new bill that needs to be paid, and this is not an April Fool's joke. We've got to get the bills paid. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out your checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In that block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that makes it easier for Ray to track the payments as they come in. So, to donate electronically, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. 
That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information in the block where you type in your name. After you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray to track the payments as they come in. After you have filled out your credit card or debit card information, at the bottom of the page is that send payment key. After you have clicked on that send payment key, stay on that page for a few seconds, and you'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way, you know that your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. And you guys know it is the the month. There's no April Fool's joke. Uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the day and over the weekend. Um, I did ask people to start before the call so the call would be on time, which some people did, and we still didn't get the numbers. But here we are. This is the first. We're going to do it. I'm going to see what happens the rest of the day and over the weekend. Thank you, sir, very, very much. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Yes. You as well. Thank you. Okay. Eight zero five. Hey guys. Hey, good morning. I've been in this uh, this quite a while. I got out of Wait, you said no. I can't hear what you're saying. What, what yeah, you I've been in this yeah, death quite it. a while. Yeah. And I've I've kind of shut it off for a while, and I just got back into it just here recently. Um, One of the things that kind of concerns me is that you've, Tony, you said for quite a few years that the difference between um, uh, Kuwait and Iraq is that when Desert Storm happened, they already had an established government, so it didn't take much to um, get their government up and running. So that RV went pretty doggone quick. You correct me if I'm wrong. I believe in the last 12 years that I've been in this thing that 
we've had like five, six governments in place, but not one of them has performed the RV. To me, there seems like there's a certain hinted, hinted, hidden agenda behind all this. And I noticed something the other day that kind of struck me kind of odd that um, put the pieces together. The um, When Biden was um, going through his presidency to get elected, majority of the countries had the same um, catchphrase is build back better. Now, with that said, um, that build back better agenda has to do with uh, different organizations. And um, it seems kind of odd to me that we've spent all these years, and it's farther along than what I've been in it, RV and it never happened. But I ran across something the other day that kind of set me back. And I noticed that it's um, the UN has a new world order agenda and they've got it right on their website because I went and checked it. Give you a few of these right now that seem to be really kind of weird to me. Maybe you can put some insight into this. Here we go. They want one world government. They want a one world cashless currency. They want a one world currency bank. They want a one world military. They want to end national sovereignty, and we're seeing that in our country. They want to end all the private, uh, privately owned property, which they're starting already. They end the family unit, which uh, LBGT is that depopulation control of population growth and uh, okay you can laugh about it you're seeing these things happen out in real time and universal here's what i'm seeing okay so let's talk about the denial what's going on okay i haven't been to the u.n site i don't see any of that I know every country in their goal is to build a cashless society. So it's what Basel III, everything else is about, so rates could change electronically immediately, not for one person to control all the money in the world. None of this has with disappearing family values or doing away with families or anything else. None of that has anything to do with the dinar, and most of it is just a bunch of BS. Today, Bruce put out the same stupid mess he's been putting out for years. The government switched over today. We got a new government in place. Trump's going to announce it on his speech after Sunday. And how many times have we heard that? And it hasn't happened. He put their U.S. new U.S. notes out there that they're using internationally. Have you seen any of that anywhere? No, because it's all a bunch of BS. It hasn't happened. If our government was replaced, why is Biden standing on TV talking right now? Why are we doing the things that we're doing? Why is our military still in place and they're not running up and down the streets telling all of us to get in our house? 
Why? Or he says all our bank accounts switched over. All of this is a bunch of bullshit, and it has nothing to do with the dinar. has nothing to do with the revaluation. And I don't know why him and Fleming and Judy keep going down this rabbit hole of dumbasses. Because it's creating problems for people who are really trying to figure out what's going on in the world. And that's not it. And if you look, they've said it over and over and over again. Last 10 years, we wake up Saturday morning, we're supposed to have pink money, yellow money, green money, and all, all of our money is no good. And then what's going to happen? Ezekiel tells us every currency is going to be one-to-one. How is every currency in every country going to have the same value and we still do what we're supposed to do? It doesn't work that way, and only an idiot is believing what they're saying. And they're obviously idiots, and tell them I said so, because they keep putting it out day after day, week after week, and I have to keep going through this shit that I'm going through right now. Not just with you, but calls, texts, and everything else. People listen to these idiots. The Iraq revaluation is going through what it was supposed to. When Bush announced it, it was all about Iraq and the money, just like it was in Kuwait. We're just going to get the money. The government, everything was in place. Bush, and, and I like him a whole lot more now than I did, <laughs> didn't care about Iraq. He cared about the fact that, hey, we went there, we own those oil wells now, we need to switch this money over, and everybody make money. Why he probably stood out there and said, the Iraqi war will pay for itself because eventually it will. He just thought it was going to be right then. We got this part on where let's switch the money. He didn't have time to do it. When Obama came in, and it's a reason it's taking so long right now, he said we're not going to switch the money until we have a safe environment, until we have a society that knows what to do with the money, and it's going to be there forever. Why? Because if we just switch the money and the U.S. passed out a gazillion dollars to U.S. citizens based on the dinar, and next year the dinar is worthless, it can't do what it was supposed to do, it can't be a foreign reserve note for us, it can't be used over the next 30 years to buy oil as a discount, it can't be used as bargaining chips and a lot of the contracts, then what did we do? So let's shore it up. Let's make sure this is a viable country in the future by what? Building their democracy, by educating them on what the rest of the world is doing, by bringing their banking system into the future with us, by cutting off the corruption both through their government and Iran is involved in, and by cutting Iran out completely. Well, guess what? You don't do all that in a day. You don't do it in a month. You don't do it in a year. It's going to take time. Obama went through his whole eight years, and it didn't get accomplished because the politicians, people in Iraq, are crooked as hell. They say one thing, and they do another, and we've learned that. And they have Iranian influence. And their people in power were easily able to steal all the money from their citizens 
because they only have an eighth grade education and they haven't been taught how to fight back politically. They did get enough of it. We did have the Arab Spring, but how long did that take? They would promise them things, promise them things, promise them, and the people would believe them. And the people say, well, what can we do about it? So they finally have people who realize can be something done. And now we're going through the transition, finally, with Al Kazimi, because that's where it started at. He got in position. There was a politician with enough sense of value to his own country, honestly, that he was going to do what's right. We're going to finally try and set this up. Is it easy for him to do that, stand there by himself? No, because he's still fighting all the old heads. He's still fighting Iran. He's fighting Maliki. He's fighting Amiri. He's fighting the body. People have been in positions of power for years. He's new to this. He's trying to convert them over to not an honest government, but a functioning government. And he only had a year to do that. Yep, he came up with the white paper. He got them to agree it was the best thing to do. He came up with all the banking laws, everything else. But there wasn't enough people in Parliament to implement them. Go in and vote. Said, yep, good, let's get started. So he had to fight that fight. Now Sadar comes in and says, we're going to do that. We're going to make it happen with the independence. I don't care what Iran wants. I don't care what Maliki wants. Their time is over. The corruption is over. I'm here for the Iraqi citizens. These guys are here for the Iraqi citizens. Let's make it happen. When they do, even when they do, is it going to happen overnight? No. But we now know the right leadership is in place. We can see them getting some things implemented. And then the rate changes. That could happen next week. The rate could change because we know they're in place. It makes life easier for them. They don't have to have the currency market anymore. So Iran doesn't get to steal their money through those 27 banks because they all disappear. They've already got the law for the border protection there, and now it's all electronic, so they can't smuggle their money out. The people start getting their just rewards. All of that takes time. You don't change an entire society overnight. The Bush plan had nothing to do with changing. Didn't even care about changing. Let's go in because we didn't have to do that in Kuwait because it was already done. They were a democracy already. They weren't fighting, internal fight. They knew it was, it was easy. Pull them out, change the money. This isn't as easy, but the end result will be the same. Has nothing to do with new world order, anything else. Nothing to do with some fake government that Bruce and Fleming and Judy are out there telling you guys took effect today. How asinine! I was gonna say stupid, but it's not. Just asinine. Could you even be to be printing something like that time after time after time? Totally confusing people because that's what you're doing. Nobody got paid. They're telling you we're getting paid yesterday. We're getting paid starting today. By Sunday, everybody should be lining up at the bank. The bank has nobody on alert, nobody on standby, nobody in any of the exchange centers, and it's not going to happen because Iraq doesn't have a government. So, yeah, there's a lot of things behind the curtain. 
or going on in the back rooms. But most of them have to deal with getting Iran out of Iraq so the country can function on its own and getting the right people in those places. That's what we're going through. And again, it's not about us. It's about them. It's about their future, their economy. And when they do that, we all benefit from it. We get to benefit because we helped them when they needed it the most, when we were buying the dinar, when it was being in the front door, out the back door, the CBI, coming over corrupt. We already know that. And the rich were getting richer, but it kept their economy afloat through what we were doing. And that's why when, and I'll tell you, President Bush <laughs> said, you have earned your place at the table. President Obama said, you have earned your place at the table because we have earned our place. We just have to wait to be served, and we can't demand anything. And everybody needs to understand that. That's the reality of it. Sorry. All right, what's next? Okay. That was a mouthful? Yes, it was. <laughs> Let's see what you have. Hope it's nice and short. 813, here you go. 813? 813, here you go. Okay, 562. We will hear you. Hi, Rain, Tony. Hey, good morning. Sorry about the rant, but anyway. (laughs) That's okay. First time caller, and um, I wanted to ask about the Venezuela Boulevard, Tony. Um, you can see with the VES, uh, the three-digit nom- or the the code for it, the newer notes, that it did revalue. Is there any way, anywhere that you can exchange, or is it still going to hold off and be in the first basket with the dinar? Um. I haven't seen it. How much is it worth today? It's 23 cents. I haven't seen it on any of the major news outlets or anywhere else. If you type in the denomination of USD to VES, it will actually show you 0.23 in Google. You can actually find it um, of the exchange rate. But if you just type in like Venezuela Boulevard, with the old, I think it was VEF, it shows the six zero point six six zeros twenty three cents. Um, so that had went out a few days ago and it had been reported back, but I just um, through like the currency exchanges through banks, they're not acknowledging it. So I don't know if that revalue just happened in country, and we're not going to get access until the dinar goes, or what your thoughts were about that. Well, my thoughts are the banks aren't acknowledging it, and um, so it's not going to happen here in this country. Uh, I don't think everything has been lifted, and we know Biden and their president do not get along, and he wanted them excluded. So I'm not looking forward to it until the actual RV takes place, if it's part of it, Okay. So, where you go to some sites and see it, 
It doesn't mean anything until you go to 4X and see. That's pretty much what I thought, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Okay. Is that pretty much seen, or have you guys heard that it's for sure going in the first basket? I don't know that it is. I mean, it's in there. The banks are saying it's in there. Doesn't make sense to me, but it didn't make sense to me that Russia was in there. So I don't know. Or Iran. Yeah, or Iran. Here we go. Okay. And have we heard any, like, updates on rates on anything? We haven't heard about that in a long time. No changes on the rates. There are no rates. That's right. Okay. But we are still thinking that with the oil being higher, all of the rates are going to be higher than what we originally anticipated. Yeah. And that's why they took the rates off. Remember, because it kept going up, 70, 71, 72, and it kept adjusting, 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 $80 now. You know, last week was $114. Today, it's $105 at Gore. So they're just going to bring the rates out when they actually think it's happening. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate everything you guys have done. And, um, for educating us and everything else and have a great day guys okay all right thank you all right sir we're at the bottom half of the hour let's cap this one off and get ready for the weekend uh all right guys oh wait i think that rent should have been enough (laughs) i think so uh what they're doing is absolutely in our favor. Um, Sadar is actually forcing their hand either to look bad over the next 40 days or come to some agreement prior to the 6th, which I'm hoping and looking at will probably happen. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Maybe there'll be great news over the weekend, but we'll see. If not, we will definitely be here Monday. Monday's not a holiday, right? Yeah, be here Monday. Right. Get an update to see. They said their actual vote is supposed to take place between the 3rd and the 6th. So that's Monday through Thursday next week. So it should be a great, great week to look forward to. All right, guys, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, that's going to do it for this fantabulous sir Friday. Let's enjoy the weekend. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
want you to already see yourself out of the storm. The clouds will move. It's time for you to smile again. Come on, Sean. I believe my family will get better.
Conference recording, press one. This session is no longer being recorded. Hello, this is your private banker. It's done, it's finished. What, honey? It's done. It's finished, the RV's on its way Everything's completed, there's nothing else to say It's done, it's finished, the RV's on its way We are just waiting for the call any day Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.